Happy hump day. I am totally excited to give you some new information on how to eat well, live well, and feel better. So today's health and wellness tip is all about gut health. I don't know if you've heard, you know, the plant craze. People are talking about gut health and the word microbiomes. I'm talking about something that is going to change your lifestyle, change your mind completely after you listen to this podcast. And it's so important that I can't even wait to tell you about it. I've been trying to live like this for years. And you know what? It's it's something that you really need to listen to and not just think, oh, it's it's a keto diet. Let me try that for a little while. Or let me do you know, this plant-based diet for a little while. This is sustainable. This is all you need to know about living a healthy lifestyle. You want to better your gut health. And I'm going to tell you why, so that you can live like this and sustain this lifestyle. I mean, if you've been eating clean, working out hard, and not seeing the results that you want, chances are it's because of your gut health. If you're consistently tired, you're weak, you're bloated, maybe you're always getting sick and your immune system is low and you just say, oh yeah, my immune system is low, I always get sick, chances are it's due to your gut health. Yes, you can be working so hard at the gym, hitting those workouts, sweating it all out, limiting your diet, controlling your cravings, and then it's not a single inch lost. You know what? No matter what you do, you'll, you won't see the results that you want if you're not paying attention to your gut health. And there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. Maybe all that broccoli and kale is making you sick. Or maybe you think you have a clean diet and you're eating the right foods, but you're eating too much of the right foods or not enough variety in your foods. Your gut has to do with the microbiomes that make up our bodies. So if you want to step up your bedroom game, you want to lose weight, or maybe you want to get off some antidepressants, or maybe you want to beat that type 2 diabetes, you need to keep listening. So gut health I'm talking about are these tiny little beings found in our colon that make up who we are. They're called microbiomes. They are responsible for digestion, immune system, and hormonal balance. So that being said, there's so many things that can result from bad gut health, including anxiety, depression, cancer, even acne. There's a lot of other serious lifestyle diseases, such as the top three in America, that can be prevented if you just change a few things in the way you live in your in your your gut health. So it's it's really fascinating to me to imagine just from the top of our head to the bottoms of our toes all of these parts of our body are made up of invisible microbes. And they're only seen through a microscope, but they have a purpose in your body. Just in your thumb alone, there are trillions. And they're really concentrated right deep in our bowels. In fact, there's 50% or more microbes in our body than we are human. 
Okay, so what the F does that mean, right? How does it affect my health and blah, blah, blah? Why can't I lose weight? Why do I feel tired? If you understand the why, instead of just going the easy way out, copying a recipe from Insta, trying to make your own meal plans, and, and just doing what you've been doing and not seeing results, then let's talk about it. Here it is. All you need to know about gut health and how you can change your body, your home, your hormones, your immune system, because you know what? It's not like we're in a pandemic or anything. We need to improve our health, and we need to do it right here, right now. We're going to talk about all it is that you need to know about gut health and microbes. Okay, so why am I doing this? You know what? If you understand the why, instead of just going the easy way out by copying a recipe from Insta to only find out kale is causing you to bloat and not agreeing with your gut health because it's difficult to digest on its own. But you know what? Just looking on Instagram and social media is so accessible. You see a skinny biatch and she has toned arms and six-pack abs and she may or may not be on something. You think, oh, well, if I eat like this, and I eat this mother effing kale, I'm going to look like her, and who cares about what my gut health is? I'm gonna look skinny, I wanna lose weight, I'll do whatever I can to get there and not feel bloated, and you know what then? You gotta check this out. I listened to this podcast today by Autumn Calabrese. She's on um, a ton of her own shows. She's very talented, very smart. She had a doctor on, um, Dr. Bolsowicz, and it really just inspired me to go on this rant slash lecture slash education. And you know, as many of you know, what I'm about to say, I'm not a doctor. It does, my information does come from reputable sources and scientific research. I'm certified nutrition, personal trainer, 13 years experience, however, I'm constantly learning and educating myself. The more I dig in, the more I want to know. And I want to tell you. So, all right, let's get into it. How does this gut health affect you? Your cells are made up of these microbes, right? They live in your colon. That affects your digestion, immune, and hormonal, like I said. But it's just digestion, right? Who cares? Oh, my gosh, no. Your bowels tell a lot about your health. In fact, sorry to get maybe a little TMI, but if your poop doesn't look like a ripe banana every day, it's hard to come out or, you know, insert whatever, then chances are you're not eating for your gut health. And that's affecting your digestion. So you can be eating all the kale and broccoli and all these vitamins and nutrients, but your body is not digesting it, so you're not getting any of that nutrients. And your body is telling you that in the way of bloating or loose bowels or feeling sick or tired. So these are all cues for you to really hone into and see how you're feeling. So... You know, if you put into perspective digestion, that's literally life. That's the most important thing that happens to us, digesting food. You are what you eat. I know you've heard that before. But based on what you put into your body, turns some cells on 
and turns others off based on just that fuel. So if you're constantly eating the wrong foods, maybe I should rephrase that, you're constantly eating foods that don't make you feel good because maybe you think you're getting the nutrients out of them or you think that other celebrities and other people are eating it, so why, why shouldn't I? Or everyone else is doing keto, why can't I lose weight? Everyone is different. There's no right way to give everyone the same diet plan because we all have different wants and needs and schedules and this and that. But one thing that you can take with you, if anything else, is proper gut health is so important. You can't wonder why you have health issues if you're constantly eating foods that make you feel sick. Hey, if you're happy with your diabetes and taking medications because you want that white bread and bottle of wine every day, then that's your prerogative. But please don't blame your weight gain on a, or a bad knee you know, on your genetics or your, your overall health because you can change that. There is something that can be done. When you're not doing anything to improve your health and you're gaining weight and you're, you're not moving, it's not going to help your knee get better. It will only increase your lack of mobility. And you know what? That is a whole nother podcast episode. However, since we're touching on genetics, you can tell what a person eats by looking at their microbiome and vice versa. Dr. B, I'm going to call him Dr. B from this podcast episode because his last name, I will probably just chop it again. He says what you eat is a photograph of your lifestyle. So food is critical. It's so important. And you have to think about your health and well-being. So if you thought your genetic code can't be modified, then you could definitely think again. Yes, you were born with a DNA from your parents but 99.9% .9 of your genetic code can be modified. And I'm talking about your gut health again. Hello, another cheer for the gut health. If you wanna change your microbiome, then you can change how it functions and how it alters your health. Huge, this is huge. All right, 20% of disease comes from inheritance. That's it, 20%. 80% is determined by diet and lifestyle. So the top one, two, three, the top three killers in America. So the top three things that kill most Americans, heart disease, cancer, etc., can be altered by lifestyle changes. And scientists have agreed, doctors have agreed, microbiomes affect our immune health. Autoimmune diseases such as Crohn's disease are limited to, are, they're linked to the damaged gut. So you have bad gut health, chances of getting disease are higher. But you can prevent disease by optimizing your gut health. It's also the microbiomes that can affect any hormonal imbalances. So I'm talking infertility, erectile dysfunction in men, menopause. Bad gut health can also cause hormonal diseases like endometriosis and breast cancer. So what I'm saying is, yes, you can lift yourself up out of that depression, 
out of that poor me state and change your diet and your lifestyle. And I'm going to tell you how and what to do to get better gut health. But I just want to touch, too, on the estrogen, the uh, female sex organ, hormone, sorry, and androgens, which are the male sex hormones, they're both connected to gut microbes. So you could step up your gut health, and you're going to see differences in your fertility and your hormone levels. And you know what? Sometimes a lot of our anxiety and depression and our sadness is linked to our hormones. So there's that. But then there's our metabolism. That's also affected as well. Weight loss is definitely calories in versus calories out, and I've said that many times. But yes, if you restrict calories, you will lose weight, but metabolism will slow down. So it's more complicated than not just counting calories and macros and following keto, etc. Yes, that might be working for some of you, but over time it may not be sustainable or productive. The study that they were referring to in this podcast episode um, talked about two mice, okay? They were both two different types of mice. They were both fed, or one of them was fed a skinny microbiome, and the other one was an obese microbiome. They were both given the same amount of food and calories, the same exercise. So the one with the better gut health, was the one with injected with the skinny microbiome. So that skinny microbiome was the one that lost weight. And the mice with obese microbiome gained weight. They ate the same amount of calories, the same exercise. So this just further proves that gut health has certainly played a critical role in wellness. It's not just about counting calories. Let's flip the switch here, people. All right, so these mice that had no microbiome, no gut health, became obese. And the one that stayed skinny remained skinny. It, it just goes to show you what these gut bugs are doing and how they digest our food or if they digest them properly. And that all has an impact on how we store our nutrients, how we survive, and how we thrive. What we store as fat, how much we get rid of as waste. As a trainer, I'm an advocate for my clients. I cheer, I motivate, educate, inspire the people I work with. And I've seen this. Some people can eat whatever they want and they get away with it. They feel great. They look great. No problem. But those others, like myself, who work hard, hustle, and still struggle to stay a certain weight or a certain build, you know, it's hard. I feel for those people. I get it. It's not easy, and there's so much information out there. It's overwhelming. Drink water. Do this. Eat that. Get your steps in. I know. And it's. It's a constant battle, but this one thing, if you could do this one thing by improving your gut health, I'm telling you, you are going to feel better. 
And you're going to understand why. The most important thing is understanding why. Why am I doing this? Why am I eating this? How is it going to affect me? So how can we heal our gut if it's compromised? What are we, first of all, what are we doing to destroy our gut health? I mean, everyone has a gut health story. We all have issues. I'm just going to explain a common trend that most people have. So one thing that affects your gut health is repeated courses of antibiotics. So your immune system is low due to probably poor, poor gut health, most likely. But the doctor keeps prescribing antibiotics more than once or twice a year isn't great for you. But that's also your body telling you your immune system needs help. So... The thing with the antibiotics is it kills all that bacteria, good and bad, in those darn hard-working microbiomes. Chances are it takes about a month to hopefully repair the microbiomes, but they don't always recover completely. So now you have these antibiotic-resistant microbiomes, and they take over your gut. I mean, you're going to heal from the antibiotics. Chances are, if you, you're taking them, you needed them, but your gut health might never be the same. That being said, another thing that can affect your gut health is restricting food. Hyper-restrictive diets, especially those who have an eating problem, and you focus on the foods you can't eat, anorexia, bulimia, even competitive bodybuilding, intense weight loss, or gain, wrestlers, this causes harm to your microbiome. No variety of foods in the diet, the same veggies every day, broccoli, asparagus, chicken, eggs, that is also not helping your, your gut health. It's not a new diet everyone's doing. It's keto, it's this, it's that. It's quick fix for many problems, but it also eliminates a hundred things that can cause harm. So yo-yo dieting, restrictive dieting, it's just not all the time worth it. And hey, if you're thriving with that, that's fine. But at the same time, it is not great for your gut health. Also stress. If you have a damaged gut, you might eat well, sleep, exercise, but you're going to see the most influential hormone is the stress hormone. Most people suffer more than usual since this past year, and you just have to find many ways to cope. For some, it's exercise, meditation. I mean, if you find that you're thriving being busy, but you think you like to have a lot on your plate and you love just having a lot of things to do and scheduling your whole day, this is stress all day, every day that is also gonna wreak havoc on your body. And I hate to tell you, but stress is also going to affect your ability to lose weight, affect your mood, your immunity, your hormones. You actually might even feel the stress in your stomach. You know that feeling you just have a bad stomach ache or a bad feeling and you're just stressed out, you can't eat, or maybe you overeat? Oh, that's stress. And with stress, you can't just change your diet and you can't just add exercise. Sometimes it's more important to speak to your trainer, your doctor, and me as a coach and trainer, and 
when I do people's meal plans, I really try to help figure out what that stress is coming from, how we can work on managing it together because it's, you shouldn't be alone in this. That's only going to create more stress. So stress also can hurt our gut health. All right, another thing, lastly, is just it's diet and exercise, guys. I know it's a it's 100% related to the gut health. So these are crazy stats, right? So as Americans, we are most likely to eat 10% of plants. And that's plants from fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, and legumes. That's only 10%. That's an average in America. You know what the other part is? 60% is processed foods. This is the stuff our grandparents and great-grandparents and our ancestors would never be able to find. And for this, they didn't have so many diseases. And they were living till 95. It just didn't exist to have fruity pebbles with loaded with soy and chemicals and these things that we created over time. 30% are animal products. Not saying that you should eliminate animal products, but the average American now eats more than their own body weight in meat, and that's just disturbing. Excessive consumption of animal products is going to give you some bad health issues. Lifestyle and diet is not just talking about working out more and eliminating certain foods. Back in the day, our you know, ancestors, they were walking to school. Or maybe your grandparents or relatives were biking to school or work. Especially this last year, we have had huge amounts of stress, uncertainty. We exercised less. Maybe we had poor diet habits. Maybe we adapted some yo-yo dieting or eating disorders. And all of that is going to contribute to poor gut health. Even the blue light that we use, that I'm using right now, it affects your sleeping hormone. And that sleeping hormone is melatonin, and that affects our sleeping pattern. So the, the, the way that we re release melatonin, that affects how we sleep, if we can sleep, if we stay up at night, if we could sleep through the night. So excessive blue light. Charlie, stop it. Sorry, my dog's going crazy. From phones, computers, Zoom calls late at night, late night shopping, I'm guilty of too. That also affects your sleep patterns, which also has to do with that whole cover of diet and lifestyle. So if we're not eating like we used to back in the day, all the natural food, if we're not sleeping and resting when we need to, if we're not getting outdoors like we used to, and many of us would like to do, you know, it's going to affect your health. Staying on the computer inside, watching TV, playing video games, that all is going to affect your gut. So listen, improving yourself starts with shifting your patterns and building healthier habits. So now that you have this info, what are you going to do about it? We all probably have some gut problems at this point, especially from last year. So what do we do? How do we get back on track? Is it repairable? Let's see. So I mentioned before in some of my podcasts about the way people used to eat. There's a reason for that because they 
they were thriving. So the doctor, Dr. B from the podcast, they were, he was talking about this tribe that they have been researching and looking at. Um, they live off the land. They did a study of gut health and good microbiomes from our ancestors. And the thing is, if they live off the land, they can only eat what they produce. So they're not buying bananas from Mexico when they're not in season. I spoke about this before, the eating habits. Eat what's in season. That is one way you can fight that bad bacteria, the bad gut health. So eat what's in season. Look for local farms and see what they are raising. Berries and watermelon in the summer is only going to affect your body in a tremendous way. Eat for the season, I tell people. You know, the microbiome shift and adapt to the seasonal diet throughout the year. And, you know, we're not going to crave soup in, the or soup in the summer and watermelon in the winter. So there's a reason for that. There's a reason our body and our lifestyle, where we live, that all affects what we should be eating and how we're feeling. So, you know, these poor micro babies, they need to be fed. They're living. You can't just expect them to starve in your body and then you have perfect health. So if you are restricting your body and malnutrition is part of your everyday life and you think that's how you're going to survive, eventually something's going to happen when you get sick or something is going to really trigger you to eat better and live well. So it's, it's not a coincidence that your gut health is improved when you eat for the season. The key is there's a difference between eating berries in the summer and eating berries in the winter. But the, the berries both contain one thing that also attributes to your overall health and gut health. And that thing is fiber. So that's number two. Fiber, if you get anything out of this podcast today, I want you to eat more fiber. Go out and find fiber. And you know where you're going to find fiber? You're going to find it in the berries. You're going to find it in all the plants. There is so much that our body misses by only eating the same foods every day. It's like we only use half of our brain to survive. You're always eating the same thing every day. So in conclusion, guys, if you want to improve your mood, lose weight, prevent disease, or increase fertility, it's essential to double down on your gut health. Poor gut health could be caused by repeated courses of antibiotics due to poor immune system, food restrictions, and excessive weight loss or gain, stress from work or being too busy, and poor diet and exercise habits. Improving your health starts with shifting your patterns. What you do with this info is totally up to you, but you can overcome a lifestyle disease. You can prevent the top three diseases that kill most Americans every year just by paying attention to your gut health. Eat with the seasons and incorporate more fiber into your diet. Those are two ways you can improve your gut health. This week, I'm challenging my team to try and get 30 different plants into their diet. You have 30 plants in one week. Each plant is a point. So 
make it a game. Play with your friends, family, little ones. Plant these foods such as fruits, vegetables, whole grain, nuts, legumes. They're high in fiber, which attributes to your overall gut health. This is just one way we can improve our wellness and get back to health. And there's so many different recipes, and I will be posting some on the blog just to show you how many ways in just one meal you can get some more fiber and more variety into your meals. For example, tonight I'm going to start with some olive oil and onion, garlic, I'm going to add some zucchini, maybe some chickpeas, whatever I have in the fridge, I'm going to add to this sauce. And I have a tomato sauce that I already made um, on Sunday. So I'm going to add that. So already I have onion, garlic, tomatoes, chickpeas, and I don't know what else I have. But that's already four different plants that I'm now incorporating into one dish. So you can easily do this. I want you to try to incorporate whatever you have in the fridge and then think about it next time you go to the grocery store. Make a list or just try and be more aware of what you're putting into your body. And just let me know. Comment. Let me know if this was helpful at, at all. And also, if you have any questions, you want to reach out, you need some help prepping, creating a meal plan, you want someone to talk to, please send me a message. I'd love to hear from you, and I hope you have a great Wednesday. I will talk to you soon. Stay happy and healthy.